Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome to Not Your Typical with me, Not Your Typical fitness lover, Caitlin Nolan. I am here with a very special guest today. We never came up with what your, like, Not Your Typical would be. Because remember when I first started the podcast, you were like, Every time you have a guest on, you should like have them be a not so typical and then something that they're into. Like what yeah. would, I don't know what yours would be, but. Uh, gamer or photographer. <laughs> Instagram boyfriend. Yeah. But if you guys haven't caught on yet, today's episode's with Hunter Carmona, my boyfriend of five years. If you can't hear also, Hunter just picked up his coffee, but we got some Starbucks before this so that we would be fully. Um, Locked in. Locked in, energized, and ready for the convo today. Which, if you're new here or you haven't watched my pot or my YouTube videos, Hunter and I live together. We have a puppy together. So I thought it'd be fun to have him on. Why don't you give yourself a little five minute, five second, I almost said five minutes, <laughs> five second elevator pitch. Um, my name's Hunter. I'm a senior at Arizona State studying computer science. I'm an Instagram boyfriend. <laughs> and part-time videographer. He is a lot of the behind the scenes. I feel like you have so many like parts to my social media career. Like, like I couldn't have done it without you for sure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he said that he like goes to school at ASU engineering and it's cool because I feel like the dynamic that Hunter and I have is really cool just because we're so opposites in so many different things. Like obviously we see eye to eye in a lot of things in life, which we'll talk about today. But just in general, we are just two really different people. My personality is different than yours, our interests, and even just like what we do for work. I'm in like a very creative field, like social media, you guys know, is just very creative and filming and it's a lot of like ideas and creativity. And then you do a lot of like numbers and like your brain is just insane. It literally blows my mind every day how smart Hunter is which is another reason why I wanted to have him on because I think he's so... You just live your life very well. Strategic. Strategic, well. Calculated. <laughs> no, not calculated, but... Also, if you guys can hear, like, any cars or anything, that is fully because we're recording in my living room, which I've never done, but it's okay. It adds... It adds some ambiance. Yeah, but um, you can kick it off. My not-so-typical for this week, mm -hmm. I think, is Uber Eats. <laughs> I've been spending like at least $20 a day on Uber Eats. Hunter's new thing is like budgeting. 
Yeah, I've been tracking my expenses, and that's definitely what I spend the most money on. Yeah, what what's like your favorite thing to get? I I know the answer, but tell everyone like what's your favorite thing to get on Uber Eats? Uh, Chipotle. Yeah, you want to say your Chipotle order? Yeah, I get uh double white rice, double pinto beans, half chicken, half steak, um, every salsa, guac, cheese, queso. I get like pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. And then chips chips veggies and then i drink half your lemonade yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'll give my chipotle order too while we're on the topic because it's superior everyone has a different opinion on chipotle but this is my i've tried so many chipotle orders this is my go-to i get the brown rice or the white rice depending on what i feel like because i like the cilantro and the white rice pinto beans chicken salsa i get the hot salsa and the pico guac i do the fajita veggies is there anything else that i get uh did you say lettuce Oh, and then I do extra lettuce. Thank you for reminding yeah. me. I don't like getting lettuce at Chipotle. I know you don't. But you do, you started getting the veggies and you didn't when we first started dating. I, th- I think I have a part in that. <laughs> yeah, you do. I Veg- inspired you. The veggies you. are so good. Even with like pizza or like anything, I usually get them now. Yeah. Just because I like them. You've just realized that you like veggies now. Mm-hmm. But, oh, we need to do the second segment, which is the word of the week. If you're new here, this is just something that I started talking about because I like to have an intention for my week. And yeah, so this going forward this week for me is going to be, actually we'll go off of what I just said, intentional. I want to be intentional with what I'm doing and like the time that I spend on different things. So if I'm going to the pool to relax, I want to be intentional about that and actually relax. Whereas if I'm working, I want to be intentional and actually work and not be scrolling on Instagram every five seconds. And I'm really bad at that because my brain goes like a million miles an hour. So that's what I'm going to work on this week. Or not work on, but that's what I'm going to focus on. Mm -hmm. I think mine would be scheduling. I don't know a good word for that. Maybe like organization. Mm -hmm. Because last week I had a bunch of assignments to do and I just waited till the last minute to do them. (laughs) And I just ruined my whole week. But this week... I want to get them done in yeah. advance so that I have time to just chill. I like that. Homework. But you didn't give your uh, obsession of the week. Oh, yeah. I didn't give my obsession. Okay, we're going out of order in today's I know, episode. We're my obsession this week has been TikTok because I kind of went through this little, like, I don't know, just uninspired phase on TikTok. I've talked about it on the podcast where I just, I'm so not into, like, the aesthetics anymore. I don't know why, like, a flip switched my brain where I just don't like to create aesthetic content anymore or consume it because it I think it brings a lot of comparison not that like I mean that's such a broad term but I mean more like curated like perfected content like this week on TikTok I've just been posting more not being like oh that's not like good enough to post I've just been like posting it or talking to the camera I started a new series that's like fitness vlogging so that's been my obsession this week is just not being so like perfected in what I'm posting on TikTok, which is like the point of TikTok. But I think since the beginning when I started, I always wanted to like bring value with every piece of content, which I still want to do. It just doesn't need to be like perfect, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I feel like when you're trying to do like aesthetic TikToks or whatever, it's very like time consuming and it just takes a lot of work. Yeah. When that's not the point of the TikTok. Yeah, it's like that's not even needed when you yeah. can still bring value without like getting in your own way and being like, oh, that's like not perfect enough when it's, it's like what? And I just like lost sight of that for a minute and which is okay because you guys know me like I just like to evaluate my life or is that the word evaluate? Yeah, evaluate. Reevaluate or whatever. And yeah, that's just something that I've been working on lately is just not being so perfect like wanting to be perfect because that's just not realistic and I want to show to you guys that I'm not perfect and yeah 
But that was a good little beginning, little roundup. But I want to get into the episode because I just think that Hunter and I have been together for so long and we both have such like passion, I think, for helping people or ourselves or like growth, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that we can really provide value with this episode while it also being like fun and whatever. And also... We did not plan a single thing for this episode. We're really just going with it. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea what the questions are even going to be about. Yeah. First, I want to start off by just mentioning like my favorite thing about our relationship, which is the fact that Hunter has been with me for every single step of the way of my like journey in life, pretty much like adulthood. And with that, I've had a wellness journey, a fitness journey, struggle with all those things, my wellness, my fitness journey. And he's been here every step of the way. So I guess we'll start off by asking you just like one, what was it like being with someone going through so much like transition? And two, like what would be your tip to someone who is in a relationship while also going through a journey? Or how was it, you know? So for the first part, my experience was I was also kind of going through a lot of stuff. So we were both kind of there for each other. So it wasn't this like I'm gonna like sit back and watch you do a bunch of things because I was also doing a lot of things too so I think that we were both pretty like motivating to one another so we we put each other in positions to succeed but I think that yeah just being uh very supportive and uh like pushing your significant other to like better themselves or however you want to word it yeah is probably the best thing that you can do in that situation because speaking from experience that's what we did for each other and now we're both like doing really really well yeah so uh, that's what i would say is motivation and just like pushing i like that word because who you surround yourself with like whether it be in your relationship or your friendship they should be challenging you and i think like i've heard i don't know if this is like a quote or just someone's i don't know I've heard this like motivational quote where it was like, if you're in a room with your friends and like your closest people to you and you're the best one in the room, like you need to be surrounding yourself with better people or you know what I mean? Because the people who you surround yourself with, you should be like looking up to or be inspired by them and they should be holding you to like a standard and pushing you, motivating you, uplifting you. So that's like literally like exactly how I feel about us is... Mm -hmm. Anytime that I was struggling or am struggling or anything, like when I come to you, I always leave the conversation feeling super uplifted. And it's important to like kind of analyze your life and think, is the person I'm with doing that for me? Do I, when I open up to them or when I talk about things that I'm going through or trying to achieve, do I leave the conversation feeling inspired, motivated, you know? And that's who we need to keep in our life, whether it's your friend or a relationship. Um, my tip would be if you are in a relationship and you're trying to go on your own journey but also connect and stuff is be patient because when you are going through stuff or if you're growing like we're all like growing every single day so not only being patient with yourself but also being patient with your partner because they are also going through things and sometimes some days are harder than other days so you want to make sure that you're being just as patient with them as you would want them to be with you and that's something that we've always done good at I would say definitely now like we're just very much we know that if someone's if one of us is having a harder day that we need to either give them more love that day or just be like extra patient so I love both of those words that you said pushing and I said patience Mm -hmm. 
My next question is kind of shifting gears where when I started on social media, it was like very random, you know, like it happened like really fast. What would you say is like your favorite part and your least favorite part of being with someone who does social media? Uh, my favorite part, I think it's just cool to say that, I mean, like it's not even me, but it feels like I can say that that is like my achievement too. Yeah. So just like telling people about it, like it's just a very, not obscure, but like not a very common job to have someone be in like social media. So when you talk to people that also know what that is, then I think it's, that's really cool. And I like talking to people when they understand that. Well, yeah, because I think we both have always loved YouTube. Yeah. And not a lot of people do. Like, sometimes I'll talk to people and they're like, oh, yeah, I never really got into YouTube. And I'm like, really? Like, I literally have always watched YouTube. And there's just so many different genres. And I think that you also really loved YouTube. So I love that you, like, understood it. Whereas if you never watched YouTube, you'd be like, why are you filming yourself like right before bed or you know like it'd be so weird to you but you've always had such a love for youtube like watching it that it totally made sense to you so i think that like helped with you thinking it was like actually a good thing and not Mm. being like wait what are you doing yeah and i mean i've always watched like video game like youtubers and streamers Mm -hmm. and i've always like it's always like a cool thing to like think about and be like oh i wish i could do that so the fact that i'm kind of doing it is pretty cool yeah what's your least favorite um i don't even know what my least favorite would be i mean it's not even really a least favorite but i guess like waiting mm-hmm. yeah. that'd be the only thing is like taking pictures and stuff of like our food yeah but i don't even really care about that anymore but i can see that too because i'm really bad at having like a balance and setting boundaries between work and personal life which i'm like working on and i've talked about that a lot because what I do for work is showing my life. So when we go to dinner, like even if sometimes I'm like, well, well, I probably won't film dinner. I get there and I'm like, well, I want to show them dinner, you know? So it's hard for me. So I understand that totally. And even though it is something that you said, like might be like the bottom, like the most negative thing, I feel like you're still so like supportive about that. Cause you'll literally be like, can I eat? And I'm like, yes, literally eat. I'll just like film my food or whatever. But my favorite thing about social media so far other than like obviously the fact of like helping people connecting with people but like in terms of our relationship is I love that like I get to like work from home and it happens that you also work from home so I just love how much more time we get to spend together it's like insane like I don't think people realize we are together all day long Mm -hmm. and it's not like we're like talking the whole time you're obviously working and I'm doing my own thing but I just like feel comfort around you so I just like love that part yeah when we first started dating that's how it was too we were together like all the time so now that we get to do it again that's like probably why we like it so much yeah it's probably like a good thing but also a bad thing because if you have to go back to the office i'm gonna be like what (laughs) that would just be hard um but with working from home because i know that you work from home and i know that they know that now um what would you like say for like productivity tips what are like things that you do daily to stay like productive like working from home and being not your own boss but when you do work from home even if you aren't your own boss you technically are because you have to like keep yourself on task yeah um i think it's hard because i i would say a majority of people that do work from home aren't like working the whole time and what i do to like combat that is that I usually I know that I'm going to be the most productive in the beginning like when I first start my shift so during that time I usually try and get the most work done and then 
I'll just have to take little breaks throughout the day. Um, I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard to stay productive at home because there's so many distractions. But I would say that definitely like trying to get as much done in the beginning when you first start working is the easiest because that's when you're the most motivated. Like I usually, when I know that I need to get a bunch of things done, I'll do them right when I start working rather than leaving those things at the end of the day because I won't want to, I won't want to do them at the end of the day. Yeah. I like that because you like, you know yourself and you know that you're more productive at the beginning of the day. So you go into it setting yourself up for success which is we all know my favorite thing to do in the world i personally working from home would say to stay productive you have to have like a goal or like a to-do list or something keeping you on task especially if you work for yourself because i know a lot of you guys are also in social media and maybe you are your own boss or working from home but even it, not even in terms of work, in terms of school or anything, I think that having an actual goal and like list, writing things down and like seeing it, even if it's on your phone or wherever you prefer, I think that that really helps me and it makes you prioritize those things and you'll like continue to think of those throughout the day and it just keeps you on task. Yeah, I think that the checklist is definitely, I didn't even realize I do do that. I do the checklist for my school and my work. And when you actually have something visual that you can look at and mark things off, I think that really helps with like getting things done and staying motivated. Yeah. Because you can check and see like things you have done that day and things you still have to do. And it's like satisfying when you get to check things off and say, yeah. all right, I'm done doing that. Since we both do work from home, we're obviously around each other a lot. What would you say a tip is for relationships to stay like fun and if you're either together all the time or you're together for a long time like obviously we've been together for five years that's so long what would a tip be to like keep that alive and like keep the relationship alive you know yeah I think that a really important thing is when people are working from home like for me and Caitlin in our case we don't really think that the other person's like working because we're together and we're both working so we don't we're not really thinking about what the other person's doing so at the end of the day, you'll be like, oh, let's hang out. And I'm like, oh, I'm still working. So you need to like set the boundaries that like these are your work hours and that you're still working during this time. Because even though you're working from home and you're together all day, you're still like doing something separate. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I like to not think of like working as us being together during the day, just because when I'm done working, then I do think of it as us being together and then it makes it more enjoyable. Yeah. So having things separate as best yeah. as you can, mm -hmm. which is definitely hard for me because like my work is also showing our life and I love when you're on my videos and like I want to film when we're together. So it's really hard. And I think that's why I've struggled with social media so much because I'm the same way as you where I like to have things separate and I don't want my desk in my bedroom because I sleep in my bedroom. Yeah. And I think you're kind of the same way because your desk used to be in our bedroom and now it's not. And I think that you thrive way better. So I think that's such good advice. Just like compartmentalizing, is that the word? Yeah. You're smarter than me. So I'm like, I always ask. <laughs> Every time Hunter and I are talking, I'm always like, is that the word? Is that this? I just need reassurance that I'm being smart. But yeah, I would definitely say that that's a huge thing that plays a role in keeping us like okay our relationship okay with being together so much 
And another thing I would say, going off of more of like just being together for a long time, because it's not really normal for for couples to both be working from home and like be together as much as we are. But in terms of just how long we've been together and keeping it alive is one, like we said at the beginning, if you're constantly pushing yourselves and pushing the other person and growing, you're gonna be finding new hobbies and growing and changing your life because you're not just like staying at this like flat rate. You're changing and you're growing. So I think that with pushing each other and both trying to grow and meet new people, it's gonna naturally help you guys with conversation and be excited about things and also planning things I think helps too. Like I'm so like, oh, let's go to dinner and I like it to be a thing. I don't, I mean, sometimes we obviously are like, oh, I'm hungry, let's go out to eat. But the times that it's like really, really fun is when we're like, let's go on a date and let's go here and then get ice cream and then record a podcast and, you know, like making it a little bit extra and it doesn't have to be things that cost money, you know, you can go on a hike. And it's also really special, like if you're like, oh, let's go to dinner or let's, go to San Diego and you know it's like shows the person that you want to spend time with me because you could go alone to hike or whatever but you like want to be with me so making plans and then also following through with the plans is also important you know like once you set a date like stick to it I think yeah I think planning is definitely a really big thing because I think we got to a point like last year or the year before where we would just like go out and just do whatever and we wouldn't really like that just became normal for us but even if that's the case for like your relationship it's always good to like kind of state it before you do it because once you kind of like put it in the air hey let's go to dinner tomorrow night then it instantly becomes more special than rather than like you guys are sitting on the couch and you're like oh let's just go get something to eat and then that's it yeah well what you said too how we did that last year hunter and i both like went through like quarantine and stuff together and we like definitely quarantined a lot longer, I think, than most people. And being isolated for that long, we were just at the end of it. We were like, I cannot be home a second longer than I need to. So we were constantly going out, constantly going out to eat. And it just kind of became not like special, like you said, and like not fun. And it was not that it wasn't fun, but because it was. And we were trying a bunch of new places. And I think we also needed that for our mental health and just getting out of the apartment. We were sick of being home. I think a lot of people were, but yeah, we like went through a period of time where we weren't really like planning things. And when I lived with my roommates, we also used to always talk about this where once we lived together, it was like we were hanging out all the time and seeing each other all the time that we stopped being like, oh, let's go to dinner this night or let's hang out this night. And it just became more routine and when you it falls into routine it is like less exciting so even if you aren't listening to this podcast because you're trying to better your relationship or whatever it is even if you're just thinking about like your friendships i think that making sure you're actually planning things is really going to help you guys it doesn't even have to be planning at least just like labeling it as something so if you're gonna go hang out with someone like give it a time or call it something and then yeah. that instantly makes it probably more special in your mind when you're when it's coming up than rather than just going and just doing it. Another thing is being present when you're there because mm-hmm. especially with like the day and age that it is and how society is and social media and how prevalent it is, you could sit there and scroll the whole time at dinner and I think that we've fully made it really important that if we're out to on a date or 
we're at dinner or we're having like a personal conversation or something like we're not on our phones and even if we have to go on our phones because obviously sometimes like your parents text you or whatever it is we're always like very aware that we're like oh sorry i'm i'm replying to my mom real quick even when we're at dinner it's hard to when there's like a qr menu oh, yeah. and then yeah. you forget that you're on the qr menu you just swipe up go on instagram at least i freaking do that i do that with like sports and like yeah. looking at scores i'll just like look at the menu and then i just completely forget yeah it's so easy to like get sidetracked but yeah we definitely made it a priority to put our phones away like you do not need to be on your phone even if i'm like posting instagram stories and stuff i always take the picture and stuff and then i put my phone down and i'll post it later because there's nothing more important than being present and that's not just at dinner, but it's also just when you're spending quality time together, you need to be present and listening and actually being there, you know, not just like yeah, chilling. Yeah, I mean, there's like really no reason to go on your phone if you're with someone because anything that you're doing on your phone can wait an exactly. extra hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And For the most part. And also I think like we go on our phones because we're bored or like we're like trying to hang out with someone kind of like if you're watching YouTube, you want to feel like you're with a friend. So like you said, there's literally no point because you are with someone. So be present in that moment. And then if you happen to want to go on TikTok for some reason, you really want to scroll and laugh, like make it a thing together. Like both go on TikTok or both watch YouTube. We used to do that a lot. We mm -hmm. would go on TikTok together. Yeah, we used to, when TikTok first became a thing at the beginning of, the, of quarantine, me, Hunter, and his sister Josie, we would literally scroll on TikTok for like three hours because it was so new and funny. And yeah. we were like, oh my gosh. And it's crazy to think that, like, now that's what I do for work. Yeah. Because we would have never, ever thought. Like, literally would have never thought. So it's insane. It's, like, very full circle. Mm -hmm. I want to ask Hunter some of the questions that you guys asked him because I put a question box on my story. I put, like, three question boxes at this point because we've been wanting to film or record this for a while. So let's do, like, fire questions. So you want to, Yeah, like, the people that replied are probably, like, I've already answered this three times. Yeah. Um, let's do it, like, quickly. Okay. Okay, this is an easy one. Does he think it's crazy that you do social media for a job now? I think it's crazy, like it's cool crazy that you're doing that, but not like in a weird way. Like, yeah. why would you be doing that? <laughs> oh, this is a good one. What is the hardest part about living together? Um, I would say we're both pretty dirty people. <laughs> like, honestly, we are. Yeah. We really don't care. Like, we'll throw uh, clothes on the... I, I thought food. you were going to say food. <laughs> I was like, wait. I said food. We'll throw like clothes on the floor or like we'll leave dishes out. It's fine when that's one person doing it, but now it's two people, so the, the mess is just double. Yeah. I think the better word is messy, not dirty. Did I say dirty? I yeah. meant messy. But, I mean, it is dirty. It gets to a point where you're so messy that it's dirty. I actually have two. Okay. Second one would be, since you do a lot of recipes and stuff, so I probably do the dishes like, and you guys can reply and say that this isn't normal because Caitlin thinks it is, <laughs> but I do the dishes probably like five to six times a week. Yeah. Like, I think once a day is normal, but I think it's because I've always cooked so much. And by the way, in case you're listening and you're like, what the heck, why does she make him do all the dishes? <laughs> we have like different roles that we play, which is something that I would definitely recommend if you're living together. If one person doesn't mind doing the dishes, it's worked for us where that's who does the dishes. And I don't mind picking up and organizing and doing the laundry. So having like not like a chore chart which unless unless that works for you that doesn't work for us but just we know who is supposed to do what and it really works that way for us yeah and if you both don't want to do it then you have to split it yeah okay someone said how mm. did you meet should i answer this one uh yeah at a party 
right before high school started and i was obsessed with hunter like literally i just like knew and it's funny because i still feel the same way like every time we're like in a group setting and i like see you across the room like it's exactly how i felt that freaking day which is so weird and like i don't remember it that much i mean we all know i have like the worst memory <laughs> but i just remember being like oh my god he's really really cute and i don't even think i like told anyone because it was just like you're meeting so many people at the beginning of high school and yeah do you remember you don't remember meeting me that day i don't even really remember the i just remember it was like a huge party and there was like a bunch of people there yeah and we didn't no one knew like anyone because our high school was like eight different middle schools combined mm -hmm. we always got along so well in high school though like like we texted every freaking day and it was always so fun and i was always just like oh my god i literally love talking to hunter um and then we started dating our senior year of high school and then we've been dating ever since we also went through one year of long distance mm -hmm. and now we live together we've lived together for two years and then yeah <laughs> <laughs> how does hunter feel about wellness i don't even know how to answer that <laughs> it's a hard question how do i feel about it i don't know how to answer it but i do yeah. care <laughs> you're into wellness yeah like i think everyone should be into wellness yeah to me at least like equals so many different things like your happiness your day-to-day -day life your mental health physical health everything so i think that with being with me maybe it's like become more apparent i don't know yeah. but i mean you played sports and stuff growing up like you've always been into feeling good yeah uh, that's how i would describe wellness is just working to make yourself feel good yep. and i think everyone should do that what's your favorite thing about each other i already kind of said mine the motivating thing like how we motivate each other yeah. That would be my favorite thing about you because it pushes me to be, be good. <laughs> yeah. I said this in my YouTube video, but my favorite thing to me about you is just that you're like a ride or die person. And that's like not only with me, but also with like your friends and you're just very loyal and supportive. And also just the fact that you're really fun to be around. Like I just have so much fun when we're together. I'm like, when are you going to <laughs> propose? I'm just kidding. Um, how did you know that he was the one for you? I would say listening to myself and how i feel when i'm with him and when i'm around him and then after too like i don't know i feel like every time i talk to you guys about something in a podcast like saying to listen to your body and listen to your own like response to things i really do that in my life and i yeah i just always feel uplifted around you so do you guys both have similar daily routines no <laughs> well actually lately yeah we used to not have we were like completely opposite. Mm -hmm. But then I started taking Coco out on walks in the morning. So we both kind of wake up at the same time and yeah. do the same stuff. Well, having a puppy together, five months now. Yeah, five months. Happy birthday, birthday. Coco. Yeah, happy birthday, Coco. <laughs> She's at the groomer right now. But before having a puppy, totally not. Like I did my own thing and then we would hang out at the end of the day. It's just weird. Like now that you're working from home and like after the pandemic, it's just been so weird. But pre-pandemic life, like we had totally different schedules because we did different jobs and I always work out and you play video games and stuff like that. So we're always having different schedules. I'm an early riser and you're not <laughs> simply. Yeah. But in terms of like fitness and stuff like that's definitely like we don't really do anything like that together. And I actually kind of like it because I've always said that because we're so opposite in our passions, I think that's where we both like grow separately. And that's helped our relationship having things that we're both like we have passion for that we do alone. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. if you also were passionate about 
fitness and were going with me to the gym every day like that's obviously not a bad thing if you're both into fitness but why it works for us is because we do so much together that me going to the grocery store and resetting my life on a Sunday and going to the gym those are things that I do alone and it's because you don't really like them so like yeah I could be like oh will you go to the gym with me and like really try and get you there which you would if I really wanted you to and I know that but I don't you know because that's like my thing and then you have your own things and you love being on the computer and I have to like let you do your things because you let me do mine you know that's what helps us what would you say is like your passions outside of like things that we do together video games are definitely i play a lot of video games which sounds like a bad thing but i'm a firm believer in doing what you want to do and if video games are what you want to do or watch tv Mm -hmm. then do it exactly because you have to have things that take your mind off of work and stress and also that's your time with your friends like you're always every single second of the day you're chatting with or not every single every single second that you're playing you're on your headset you're talking with your friends and like that's like a really important part of your day and you notice it when you don't do it that day yeah so that's how that's a direct way you can see what am i passionate about well if you're not doing it one day and then on those days that you're not doing it you're missing it or you feel like you aren't as happy that day because you didn't do it that's your passion you're passionate about it it could be reading it could be playing video games working out cooking just anything that brings you joy so Mm -hmm. yeah there's no such thing as a bad well I was going to say there's no such thing as a bad hobby. Like, I don't know if someone's hobbies. Like, I don't <laughs> I guess know. There could be bad ones, but for but the most part. I just mean like if you love something, like don't let someone tell you it's like not worth your time. I would never say, oh, I don't like video games, so it's not worth your time when it's not my time. Exactly. I don't know how you feel when you play it. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite meal that I cook? Chili. We used to have pasta like all the time, but then we ate it way too much and yeah. we don't do it anymore. We have a tendency of eating the literal same meal over and over and over and over until we absolutely hate it. Mm-hmm. Like literally think about like the sauce. We used to get sauce like every weekend or like every day yeah. <laughs> all the time. All of the restaurants we used to get like every single day, now we hate. And I think we're approaching that feeling um, with Takaya. Yeah, I think I'm past that feeling. I don't really like Takaya anymore. I'm not past it I think it it's yet. because the Takaya next to our apartment is just not, yeah. not it. Like, we literally got bowls the other day, and the rice was, like, not cooked. Yeah. I still liked it, though. I'm not officially uninterested in Takaya. Like, I literally want to go there for lunch after this, which I think we will, because <laughs> it's the fastest, easiest thing. But, yeah, we've, we just eat it so much, like, literally three times a week. It's just so good. It makes me feel good, too. I like food that makes me feel good. How did you guys know that you were ready to move in together? You go first. Okay. I would say because we weren't using living together as fixing something. Like, we didn't think, oh, well, we don't have enough quality time together, so that's why we need to move in together. It wasn't to fix anything. Or, like, some people might, like, I don't know, there could be situations where someone's, oh, well, we need to live together because it'll financially help us. You know, not using living together to fix something in your relationship we wanted to live together because we felt our relationship was ready for it and that it would be like fun and exciting but it was never to fix something and i think that that is like a really important question to ask yourself before moving in together yeah i agree we wanted to experience living together but it wasn't more so to like make hanging out together or anything like that easier it was Mm -hmm. more we wanted to do it so Mm -hmm. we just did it yeah but to 
know if you're ready for that i think it's different for every relationship that'd be kind of hard to that's a good point because with even when i always talk about fitness journeys and wellness journeys every single journey is going to be different every relationship is going to be different so even if we're talking about something that we're passionate about and thinking that it really helped our relationship those things might not help your relationship but it's important to just be like open-minded and also be like okay if your relationship is different you know like obviously every relationship every person everybody like everything is just so unique and different and we can only speak from our experience and what we like can try and bring light to let's end it off with what's one lesson you've learned from each other uh give me a sec i gotta think of that as i drink my coffee i think that mine would be that there's no clear cut what you think could be your life in like a year the complete opposite of that could happen and it could be a good thing so i think that would be like to expect kind of the unexpected and welcome it like coco for example we did not know we were gonna get coco and then we just got her one day and that was it and she's like the best thing ever now yeah um something that i've learned from you is to live life more simply and not take things so so deeply i think that you live life in a way where you want to be happy so you make it an effort to make sure that your mindset is just like positive like for example like you leaving the military your foot getting hurt and you not being able to be in the military anymore instead of being like oh i can't be in the military anymore like this is the worst thing in the world like you don't let it affect you to the point where it's going to destroy the next year of your life or like your future you're you like power through things and you like choose to move on and I'm really bad at like moving on from things and stuff like that. So you've helped me and taught me that lesson of just being more positive and not taking things so freaking deeply like I freaking do every day. It could be the smallest thing. Like even at the grocery store, if I like, I'm like, oh, well, what if they thought I was being rude because I didn't like say thank you or whatever? You're like, it's okay. It already happened. Like we need to move on. Yeah. So just like moving on from things. And I'm a prime example of that happening too because i literally was going to school for wrestling i had like full ride and then i got hurt and from the outside looking in that looks like it would be like not good but worst thing ever it was like definitely the best thing possible that could happen to me because now i go to school for what i want to go to school for and i get to live at home today's episode was so fun now i like i'm like can you just be the co-host of the podcast it's very fun to have someone to bounce ideas off of and stuff but thank you so much for coming on I love you. Thank you for having me. I love you too. (laughs) And we're going to end it here. The journal prompt this week is going to be, I think because we talked a lot about like passions and doing your own thing and like growing on your own and being an individual while also being in a relationship or even if you're not in a relationship, just being your own person and being passionate about things. I think it'd be fun if you wrote about things that you are passionate about and it can be little things too like for me I've just recently got more into reading and journaling this past like two to three years just think of the little things that you could consider a hobby or even things that you want to start doing that could be a hobby and write about those and then try and start incorporating those more kind of goes off of like what we did last week which was like what are the things that energize you but try and focus more on like hobbies like cooking or going hiking, things like that. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Let me know if you liked having Hunter on as a guest, what you thought of the episode. I love hearing feedback. Don't forget to give it a rating and I will see you guys next week.